0: I'm Chris Hewitt. That was a bit loud, wasn't it? I started oh, that was a bit that was a bit TV presenter, wasn't it? A bit kids TV presenter. Hello,
1: Pod. It was like you were in the broom cupboard.
0: It was like I was
2: in a broom oh, God, cupboard. I don't wasn't understand it? that reference. Yeah.
1: It's oh, TV... come on. Oh, of come course on. you
2: understand that reference. At the don't. duck. At oh, the God. duck. Broom cupboard. I remember at yeah. the duck.
1: Yeah, they were in the broom cupboard. Ad- Andy Peters. I remember Andy, Andy
0: Peters. Philip Schofield. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Boris Becker. Oh no, it's a different cupboard. <laughs> Philip Schofield appears in this show. <laughs> yes, he does. All right. Good segue. Yeah. Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt. And welcome to this. Very special episode of the Empire Podcast and the Pilot TV Podcast.
2: Oh, there he is. <laughs> yes.
0: Right on time in association with Disney Plus. This is an episode dedicated to, we do every, these every now and again, where there's a show coming out in Disney Plus that we're very excited about. And we get together and we have a big old crossover event. This is like that this time that Munch from Homicide Life in the Street appeared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> K has started carry on K carry on K Ribeiro here by the way <laughs> yeah uh, very much so uh, it, it, Munch from Homicide Life in the Street played of course by Richard Belzer uh, appeared also on the X Files so it's a bit like that and The Simpsons and Arrested Development and I've said this real before, hybrid situation he holds the record for the single greatest number of appearances by by a character on different shows
1: oh my God.
0: many of which are completely unrelated to Homicide Life in the Street.
1: You are full of the
0: facts. I should be on the Pilot TV podcast. <laughs> you should. Always or welcome. Pilot Plus. Mm, yes, that's right. <laughs> Got to pay extra for nuggets like this. It's the one thing I know. <laughs> yeah. and I've said it. For See, it's many, worth many, the one ninety It is. Very it much is. so. Very much so. I pay 2 quid for that fact. Ah, oh, it was an extraordinary fact. Hmm. And that's an extraordinary segue <laughs> because the show that we're talking about today is indeed extraordinary, the 8 episode I was going to call it superhero comedy, but it's not because it is absolutely not about superheroes. It's a superpower comedy, Yeah, I would say, uh, on Disney+, Plus, created and written by Emma Moran and uh, starring a, a really talented cast of young up-and-coming stars who I think are going to be on our screens quite a lot over the next few years because they are, frankly, brilliant. And it revolves around the, uh, the premise that everyone in the world gets a power after their 18th birthday with the exception of our show's lead, Jen, played by Maraid Tyres. And it is a very, very funny, very raunchy, very sweary comedy uh, that I really, really liked. And so here to talk about that for the next five to ten minutes or so, uh, our Pilot TV's finest,
2: (laughs) Boyd won't like that. No, he won't.
1: But it's accurate, isn't it? It is it its accurate. Yeah. Always, be, it's always be truthful and
2: accurate. The A team, you've got the A team. <laughs> Boyd is the B team because his name begins with a B. That's right, yes. Mm. And also, he's not very good.
1: <laughs> Terrible, we can Terrible. say that. Because he, yeah. he won't listen to this, yeah, absolutely. It.
2: Yeah. Ter- oh, Boyd, dreadful man. Terrible, you yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Terrible. I'm glad you said it. If I said it, he'd say I was just picking on him. But No, this, he's lovely. He's yeah.
2: a lovely guy. Uh, anyway, we won't check into Boyd Hilton. We are checking into James Dyer and Cara How are you? Uh, we're good. We're good. good. You know, I will uh, forgive the repeated mispronunciations of Kay's name on her behalf, but it's uh, it's good. what am I doing? Okay, right. Always Is it Ribeiro think Ribeiro or Ribeiro.
1: Whoa! no, always think bear, not beer. Ribeiro. I've yeah. blown his mind. Look at bears, him. He's just like lost for words. This never happens.
2: Bears, not beers. Ribeiro. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I've, I've, I've met you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've seen each other for a few years. Yeah,
0: but yeah. but but you don't lead with your surname.
1: No. That'd be weird. Only
0: Bajorans do that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent Deep Space Nine reference there. Uh, for more stuff like that, you can sign up to Pilot <laughs> Plus. James banging on incessantly about uh, Star Trek, insert name of show here. Let me guess, let me guess.
2: Go Voyager. On. No, that was Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Because they're on the, the ship. The, yeah. with the, the Although, you know, you could have gone with Next Generation if you wanted to go for Michelle Forbes' character, Ro Laren. I mean, was, this I think, is just white first, noise uh, to me. Bajorans that we were introduced to.
0: I'm joined by... By Kay Ribeiro <laughs> and James Deere. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that's Chris's good. superpower is pronunciation. Yeah. My superpower, by yeah. the way, is uh, making sure the podcasts stick to the subject, <laughs> stick very good to at the it. topic. Ha- yeah. I'm very good at it. We yeah. do not go off on tangents. We do not Mm-mm. go off on, on, train, Never. on train tracks. Train tracks are really interesting, don't you think? <laughs> All right. No, anyway. So the show is extraordinary. And uh, before we get into it and we discuss whether vigilantes are heroes, uh, that's going to be a big talking point, quite clearly, and uh, how Kay spells her name, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to hear from First of all, we're going to hear from the people behind extraordinary. First of all, you're going to hear from its four leads. They are Mairead Tires, who plays Jen. They are Savia Oxenham, who plays Carrie. Luke Rollison, who plays Jizz uh, Lord. There's no getting around it. Yeah. As I say, yeah, as I fantastic. say in this interview, there's no getting around the fact that he is called Jizz Lord. That is the name of his character, Jizz Lord. Yeah, the character's name mm-hmm. is Jizz Lord. Uh, and Lord of Jizz. Lord of Jizz. And And then there's Bilal Hasna, who plays Cash. Uh, So there we go. I had a chat with them. Uh, I was, I think, their first ever interview as a quartet. Uh, Talk about a low bar to clear after I've left the room. But uh, I had a ton of fun with them. Here we go. Do please enjoy. We are delighted to be joined on this very special, extraordinary special by the stars of Extraordinary. How are you all?
3: Great. It's too yeah. many yeah. mention. Yeah. This is the
4: first one we've done. so yeah. I know. Been, like, this is your first no,
0: interview for the show or your first interview of the day? Of the day. Of the day. day. Yeah, okay. So oh, you've yeah. started the lowest possible point with me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> if this goes bad,
3: we're not doing any. Yeah, literally, gonna <laughs> it. it.
0: Look, I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, it's going to go badly because <laughs> oh, my well, superpower is that I ask hackneyed questions. Oh, uh, questions like, I mean, this is a show obviously revolving around the idea of powers that everyone has powers if you had a superpower in real life i can't believe i'm saying this is the first question but that's what i'm going with what would it be and why but I'll, let's start with you
5: i think if i were to have a superpower in real life it would be quite similar to carrie's in the show actually sophia's character mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to channel the dead but i would want to be able to sing like anyone dead or alive <laughs> <side of> <laughs> Because I absolutely love to sing. Unfortunately, I'm just not good at it. So I would love to... That's not true. No, I, no, I, I can't sing. Well, can I can't you sing, like tune? Whitney Houston, and that's the crucial problem here. I'd love to have Whitney Houston's voice. It would
4: have been you. No it one can sing like Whitney Houston. It would have
5: been me in the Whitney biopic if was <laughs> the
6: only
4: thing. We had
5: the chance. The only thing that got in the way was the voice, unfortunately. <laughs> he got
4: as far as the chemistry was, and then they thought,
5: look. All no, right. but I just love every day, you know, especially like when it comes to the end of the night, if you're on a night out, you know, you're singing on the bus home. Imagine if you open your mouth and Mariah Carey comes out. But like actually, Mariah Carey comes oh, out. Would you look
6: out. like, you would look you. You would be you, but you would you still sing. Say oh, sing exactly
5: people. like Carey, okay. but, but my eyes wouldn't go you, anything. Wait, you look uh, like you. I <laughs> <yeah>. look <laughs> <not> like me. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly like you. <laughs> so what I'm trying to look for here is to be able to morph into Sophia Oxenham and sing like Mariah Carey. All right, that's good. Fair
4: play. Yeah. yeah. But,
5: what about yeah. you?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it would be nice to... um. I am not a very good swimmer I would say becomes- oh <laughs> Your
5: you'll Paris be a good swimmer. No, you I Start started goes- the day on the most ordinary <laughs> <laughs> a I like really a... good, like, fast swimmer <laughs> that could, like... Like, with, with webbed hands and stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah,
0: yeah. Would you like to so... retrieve the brick from the bottom of the pool? Is that what you'd like to do? You
3: <laughs> Never got to do it. It's not
4: what they <laughs> do.
5: That's what swimmers do. That's what That's they, they do. retrieve yeah. the brick from the bottom of the pool. If, I say, like, <laughs> Someone <laughs> needs to save that brick. <laughs>
4: I'm, <laughs> I'm there. I'm, I'm <laughs> down there. Because I'm, I'm in <laughs> quite a fear of water. And I don't trust myself to breathe at the right times. So So, to round that up, I would say to have gills. So that I could breathe properly yeah. underwater <laughs> fair, so and yeah. then like never Kevin be Costner, fearful of swimming. Water and just, that would just inevitably make me
6: a good swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> and you. <laughs>
0: okay.
6: Onward. Listen, You're there's the a lot thing of things. No. <laughs> That's a private one. There's a lot of things, a lot of things I'm bad at, but I'm not going to use that as my super. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go a little bit more traditional Okay. On this one. It's <laughs> yep. my first one. Chris, at the end of the day, it might be different, but this is the right now. <laughs> I'll check back in. I'm going to go... With invisibility, mm. and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> okay, that please is do. That's because I love to people watch, especially on the tube. I love to stare, but I get clock <laughs> staring. I get clock staring the whole time, and then they're staring back, and it's always awkward. Apparently, very rude. I like to sit. Yeah, there
5: NFL,
6: <laughs> I like to <laughs> just sit there on the tube and watch people and have girls. <laughs> No, invisibility will be mine.
3: Right. Luke? <laughs> um, I never learned how to ride a bike. So, <laughs> no. Uh, I, uh, right. I think um, I, I, I think I'd like to be able to always know what my hair's doing. <laughs> no, I will not be able to control it. I'd just like to know what it's up to. I'd be like, right. oh, doing that, are we? Um, it's It's always up there. It is, and um, I never it's know separate. what's going on. And then you have people, you know, you'll be on set, and then someone will be like, and but you can't hear that; it's a podcast. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're gesturing with their hands, and um, it's all a mess up there. It's a nightmare of continuity. I'd be more continuous. I'd be Mister Continuous. <laughs> Mister Continuous. <laughs> and then we'll be like, "How is he so?" Um, consistent. You have the mm. best
5: hair. Mm. You can. do? You, that's not um,
3: Yeah, amazing it hair. It has a life of its own. Yeah. I take it back, flight. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: What would yours be? Mine uh, would not be asking hackney questions or junkets. I don't know. I'd like to use something like that makes a difference in the world. And and frankly, Murray, swimming. I don't know if that helps. Difference.
3: I don't know if it does. I don't oh, know if, if it does. Bricks? Are you what joking are we building houses out of if we don't have all those bricks? In, it's in, swimming. It does. swimming is a Ooh.
5: deeply world changing activity. I, I, I need to I need to dig
0: into this. Look, do you think houses are built by people retrieving bricks yes. from the bottom of swimming pools and then putting them together where, As does from, uh, Where do those bricks
3: come from, Chris? Where like do those bricks come from? Is a some activity you do when really you're to
1: swim or something? I'm a bit confused
5: by the, the,
6: the <laughs> Yeah, you get the bricks and then you bring them back up and you get
1: some yeah. points.
4: You're joking. Yeah, yeah. You get a, we to inflate pyjamas. We bring in pyjamas and have to like blow them up and then what? save oh, each other what? from drowning. <laughs> Irish, I mean, it's
5: Irish swimming is very different from... <laughs> <the bears laughs> Wait, how would you inflate a pyjama box? You blow it up, like...
4: What or maybe you feel like, I can't remember, but then you try and save each other from it, it. Maybe that was a first aid course. It must have been. I don't
3: know. We're <laughs> we're trying, we're driving lesson. Wait, you <laughs> used CPR on some pajamas and blew them
5: up.
4: Yeah, we used to bring in pajamas and then.
5: Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what could be cool if you could swim from the beach and Cork <laughs> to another country. I was that, thinking that when you is mentioned it. I was thinking. I was like, okay,
0: <laughs> okay, okay. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's not too bad. Uh My power. I don't know. I'm, I'm really. I'm really. I, I'm. I'd f- I like to fly. Wouldn't you like to fly? Mm, yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the best one. In
4: the right? world, yeah. people who have flight have like higher status as well. I would say. Yeah.
6: But they. They. I feel that sometimes they're a little arrogant with the flight because it's so. It's True. so yeah. kind of like.
3: Like like Luke's character and. Yeah. yeah. People shouldn't be that free.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be worried about hand luggage and, and <laughs> carry on luggage, but otherwise, I'd like to fly. Like, yeah, Where would yeah. you fly? Where would you fly to if you could? Uh, I'd probably fly to the Maldives, to be honest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's nice. not bad. I think it's going for take a long yeah. time <laughs> You'd be yeah. up there for about sixteen hours. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Actually, I know what I
0: know what I'd like to do. Uh, really, if you if you like, if if money was no object if yeah. it, and nothing's off the table, I'd like to have an oyster card that just makes me travel anywhere oh, within take London, that. Oh. within, it's within one to whatever it is for free. To oh, could you go <laughs> be anywhere in
6: the I've world? Yeah, I'd be called the oyster.
5: The oyster well, would be you like- your superhero name. Yeah, oh, the oyster.
4: Oyster. Yeah. oyster. oyster man. Yeah.
5: Oyster. And you have a pole. Just the oyster. <laughs> just in your yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> where the oyster is. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. It'd be on your tongue. Yeah. So, you'd be lapping away at those oyster carp machines. I'm so glad traveling you finished the that sentence. It's <laughs> not really genius, yes. I would say. Why is everyone obsessed <laughs> with shit all over that? Why does everyone want to fly, but no one wants to tunnel? That's what I always wonder. Like, why what do is no mean? one what like, You want like, Because obviously, flying can take you anywhere in the world, but so can tunneling. This is true. And I'm afraid of heights. I want a tunnel. But aren't you afraid you, is of that when you dirt, caving the, you. Yeah, dirt caving in and blasting on you? I'd both see avalanches. Yeah, Mole yeah. Man. Have you thought about dirt caving in? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Have you thought this through, Luke? I've thought about it. You'd have to wear a
5: hard hat for that. And frankly,
0: Luke, it would do <laughs> terrible things to your hair. Deeply hard. Yeah, do want to You have to make consistent. a choice. Oh am no, Mr. mistaken. Yeah.
7: Yeah. It's <laughs> One direction, tunneling. Which of
3: power.
0: I think, in a way, that you've all chosen things that would help you as as actors. So, Luke, you've chosen continuity, which is a tremendous power because, you know, if you're smoking a cigarette from one shot to another, the length changes. Or if you're drinking a glass of water and the the amount of water in a glass changes, you want to get that shit right. okay? so that's that's good. Uh, Sophia, you've chosen invisibility so you can frankly creep on people. Um, But that's good. (laughs) Research.
4: Research. (laughs) Research. (laughs) Research.
0: (laughs) Right. You've chosen swimming. (laughs) Um, <laughs> and that will help you in. If
4: change. I ever play the part of a swimmer, like the biopic,
0: I'll be there. <laughs> is... Yeah, the Duncan Goodhue biopic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah diving. Ton, uh,
4: not Tony Bailey. What's his name? Tom Davis
0: Tom, 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 Daly. Tom Daly. Daly. Tom Daly. Tom Daly. Daly. Tom, Tom Daly. Daly. Tom
3: Davis. Daly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I know not that He's a friend of mine. Tom yeah. Davis. yeah. <laughs>
0: also, mind. amazing casting as well. And Bilal you—you you, chose. I can't <laughs> remember what you chose. What
5: did you choose? Yeah, that's great. Another biopic. I mean, you've missed the biopic window for that, but still not bad.
6: I'll do a remake. Well, there's, come not, back. there's not a
5: Mariah biopic and I'd happily do that as well.
0: Transformational. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. So did you have the conversations like this on on set of the show? Because we should talk about the show. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> I think at some point we should talk about the show. Did you have conversations like this? Because one of the great things about Extraordinary is the chemistry between all four of you. And I'm, I'm seeing it right now as well. You're, you know, not evident right now at this very second because you're just looking at me. <laughs> but
3: this is when, how you, when sit, you're talking, so sit like yeah. you just sit in silence and just yeah. stare. We normally have an interviewer to kind of help us. With it, it. <laughs> <laughs> keep it going, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, when's Chris getting here?
0: <laughs> Last question. Yeah. Last conversation before lunch. Wrap it up, wrap it up.
3: <laughs> did we ever discuss powers? Yeah, what we did. We in that? that day
6: in rehearsals, we had a day in rehearsals where oh, we had yeah. to, you know the game oh, where you goodness. play, when you stick something on your head and you have to guess who it is. Oh, yes, but yes. we did that with powers, but we had to mm. give each other powers I'm in telling the you world. right
3: now, it doesn't work as a game. You <laughs> cannot guess it. You cannot guess Mine it. Mine was long neck. That's why I was <laughs> Long neck. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is good. <laughs>
5: who wrote that
3: for you? Or was that the one that you no, gave? No, I someone? wrote that. I gave that
6: to <laughs> John. I was like,
3: oh, right. oh my goodness. What yeah. oh, was
6: that one? Saf had a mad one. Oh, to use, Um, hers was to, any anytime she was on the tube she could transform. Are you it. sure. She <laughs> could transform into a chair. <laughs> anytime she was on the tube, yeah. But then you oh, wouldn't oh, get to gosh. sit
3: down. <laughs> no, you, you would just, would just be in a chair. chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, that's true. Is like, this, does it work okay. on the overground? Does it work on the DLR? Just the tube. Just a tube. tube. Yeah, it was niche. Why? Why?
6: I think because she was feeling. <laughs> I, don't know if
3: she I was mean, she's feeling. not here to, to
0: answer for no, her crimes, but
4: reason, but, <laughs> or, or <laughs> but I imagine it'd be like if you're like stuck in the tube and it's like really busy that you could
6: just go oh have a sit down. I think that yeah. week that had been like going into rehearsals, there'd been a lot of uh, it was yeah, being very it busy. Was it was rush quite, hour, I and I remember her saying, "It's rush hour." And so someone came up with the idea of turning it into a chair.
0: I think you can see the faint horror on my face here, but it's just also because on the tube, uh, it is alleged that most seats are really disgusting and dirty,
6: and
3: it's actually, it's oh, most yeah. chairs are actually yeah. transformed. Into a chair. <laughs> That's the real allegation. Yeah, and TFL's looked into it, but there's just nothing. That's why the imminent. tube is so loud to drown out their screams.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> if you see something that doesn't look right, talk <laughs> to so a member of staff.
5: See it, say it. That <laughs> <laughs>
0: now that is a transformational performance. Uh, it has to be said. Um yeah. and, But but on the sh- on the show itself, I wanted to t- talk to each of you about your your powers and your characters. And, and Bilal, what you in this show for the cash, there you go, I had to say it. Oh. I had to say yeah, it. Very, good. There you very go. good. Very good, very good. If you good. could turn back time, would you turn it back to the beginning of this interview and just stop it from happening?
5: <laughs> no, that, I that just keep turning back time so we could just keep talking all of it.
3: <laughs>
5: That is your power. Yeah, I can show, turn, turn back time back. by 4 minutes 30 seconds. <laughs> Or 4 minutes 50 if I've carb-loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone always laughs when I say that. And for me, it's like such a serious thing. Oh, I'm agree. like 4 minutes 30 seconds. Like That's my power. I
3: always... Yeah, the carb-loading, it sounds like a gag. I yeah. thought it was like... No, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's real. It's real. It's
5: real. Okay. It's in the script. Yeah. It's in the script. Yeah. It's, in the script. You, yeah. it's in the original text. Emma Morris <laughs> 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 in Emma's original text. Emma's original yeah, That is my yeah. power, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that a power you'd like to have in real life? Yeah, I would actually love to have it. I thought that it'll be good for when you wake up in the morning and you want a bit more sleep and you turn back time mm. but actually um, yeah. i feel like when you think the logistics of that through it's not going to actually create a nice thing because you're just constantly waking up do you know what i mean plus yeah. it,
4: ti- it tires you out doesn't yeah, it? It tires, it tires out cash so exactly it, so it's it it almost just like, snoozing. like snoozing. snoozing your alarm it's exactly
5: yeah. it's like snoozing and you're not actually enjoying the sleep. yeah i just don't yeah. actually think but yeah, yeah. but to answer your question i would yeah there oh, are what reasons. would you use
4: it for though if you mm. were if it was real life
5: I think probably the same things that Cash uses at fall, like when he fucks up and stuff. Yeah. When I burn rice. (laughs) <laughs> that, I don't know why that's the to I made some jasmine rice last oh, night and I has burned it big, <laughs> big <laughs> <plot> point, big <point, laughs> episode 3 the rice you
3: have to scrape out the oh, bottom and it. it's just humiliating that, I know yeah. See the scrambled eggs when yes you, oh. exactly but imagine you, you could just king turn scrambled eggs in a rice cooker
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like them like
5: that
0: <laughs> think of the things you could do
5: you <laughs> could win master MasterChef with a show for the power <laughs>
0: like that that's, um, that's incredible uh, look there's no there's no getting around this you play a character called Jizz Lord. yeah 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 it's true. It is true. Really yeah. true. It is it is very, very true. But that is not his
3: my mother now. <laughs> oh. How did she react uh, to that? Yeah. I, I mean, tried to be like, oh, it's like um jizz like um I'm just hanging out with my friends. Now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no way around it. There's no way around it, Chris. There's no way around it. There's yeah, no absolutely
0: true. no way around it. We've got to confront it head on. Mm. Uh, but you're also a shapeshifter. Is that something that would uh,
3: appeal? Yeah. Um I am I am a shapeshifter. Um just like acting, in many ways. No. <laughs> well, Chris, in many ways, I am a shapeshifter. It's very funny because I'm a terrible actor. Um, oh, so, come on no, now! Shut come up. on! Shut up! You are a shapeshifter. No, but um, I'm so sorry, Disney team next door. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I my, my character has. Has the power to transform into uh, an animal, specifically a cat, mm-hmm. but they have no control <laughs> over when that happens. What? What, guys? Come on! You sound like a uni lecturer. was a cat. Wasn't really
5: tummy.
3: Actually, it's a black cat with stripes. So jokes uh, <laughs> <crap>. on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it does mean that. I share the role with um, with a cat called Annie, who plays the role of Jizz. G- I still, like, whenever there's a thing, it's always like, Luke, lord the human. Like, people will be like, oh, of course. Yeah, like, like we get confused. It's like, that's his
0: surname as well.
3: Yeah, one time I was in her <laughs> dressing room, and I was like, what is this about? <laughs> All these gone? scratching, but yeah, I loved it. It's very small. Um, I was carried here in a cage, but that's different. Um, but yeah, so I, a fairly temperamental uh, cat. Um, yeah. so if I actually I would have to be able to shapeshift into that cat and just do both parts but not tell anyone double pay <laughs> Shh. don't oh, tell Disney
0: clever
6: also she she got, she got treated like royalty she got a massage yeah. before she went on set yeah. this cat. was and that a rumour really was true? that was true she just
4: got on the sun? Yeah, for you,
3: did it. It, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was not in the right though. I was
5: wondering you just you it.
4: <laughs> you were always on set when you worked yeah, on was. the call sheet. It's really weird. And you sort of spoke to Patti like in this sort of
5: strange sort of parcel time I And then yeah. Tate just to
4: carry
0: her and he sucks. It's possible I've lost control. Um... Anyway, uh, Sophia and Carrie, you,
5: you communicate with the dead.
6: Yeah, but I channel the dead. Yeah. Which is a power, Chris, I don't think I would really want in real life, to be honest. Why not? Because I'll tell you why. I know that I would use it badly. <laughs> I would just use it for a joke, and I just don't think that would be right. Not really.
2: right. <laughs> morally. Who would you try? Morally,
6: you I, I'd, I'd, I'd be rude? awkward in a situation, and I'd be like, right, let's get them in. And I channel them, and I just, it's the dead, you know? You don't want to do... You don't do that too much. Yeah, mm. this, this is true. Respectful. There are consequences, yeah. surely,
0: of... Exactly. Yeah.
6: And also, I imagine it, this is complete imagination, but I imagine that it's a very, like, tiring power yeah. like, to have. Yeah. Mm. Because all that energy. Uh, yeah. Mm.
0: But at the same time, if you could channel anyone, dead or dead, who would it be? Mm.
6: Mm. Good question.
0: Very good question. <laughs>
6: That's just so messed it just It just came through. So many dead people! <laughs> There's so Probably, many dead
3: people. You wouldn't believe shall we? Shall we, shall we list this? them? Who's wrong with karaoke <laughs> or something?
6: I quite okay I actually I would quite like to um, channel <laughs> imagine if I said someone wasn't dead <laughs> this
0: you, you is just is this,
4: this,
5: this is a
0: safe space okay. so you say the name I'll tell you whether I would like
6: dead. to channel but I'll tell you why okay. Freddie Mercury because I would like oh, to yeah. do a Aww. performance and invite Bilal <laughs> so you <laughs> can watch me Aww. in a performance as I would Freddie Mercury, watch
3: you
6: channel so Freddie so Mercury. Awesome. and then yeah. have a party afterwards That's so what me,
3: me and Marie all. just don't get an invite no no you just so you can come to the party you guys can come <laughs> to the
6: party <laughs> it's a but vibe dancer. this is
3: just a me and fear situation <laughs> yeah. so the actual channeling itself. so what, what would you
0: do would you do like a full mm. set And would, would this be just for Bilal or would you do Wembley Stadium oh, okay
6: i do Wembley oh, Stadium Wendley. but only Bilal will be in there so- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
7: I'd <I'll
3: just> <laughs> similar dream to this <laughs> Bill's like trying out all the seats oh, right at the back <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there Freddie <laughs> <laughs> the acoustics are not great oh, i then use the box with. if I can hear you project my darling project
6: <laughs> and then after there's a party with these guys but in, party M- like M- Freddie Mercury does but empty
5: just the four of
0: us that's amazing that sounds incredible and you can come yeah. too Chris oh thank you very free. much indeed Yeah, and what about everyone else there's loads guys, of other people here Max
6: yeah. guys you guys can all come as well would <laughs> anyone like to come <laughs> to
0: this fake party
6: Max will be there Freddie Mercury
0: let's list
3: everyone in the room
0: There we <laughs> All right, I'm getting the uh, I'm getting the, uh, the the hand sign, which is um, yeah, so time for means. us to take off. <laughs> time, time, time for us to carry on for another four there hours.
5: We
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're talking about powers, and um, finish with uh, Meray because obviously there are no powers for Jen. No,
4: Whoa. not at least. All well, you guys showing off, <laughs> 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 sitting here and nothing.
3: <laughs> you can't get swimming lessons, you know that.
0: right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jen actually doesn't need a power because she can swim really. <laughs> <laughs> Once her gills kind of form, she'll be flying around.
0: But at the um, at the uh, at the risk, and I, I realize I maybe should have done this at the beginning of the interview rather than at the end, at the risk of asking an actual question about your character. <laughs> 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 uh, you that's that's just something that obviously drives her all the way through the show. She has mm-hmm. these feelings of of alienation and and uh, I guess anger about not really having these powers. Which
4: yeah, and and I think it's like. Um, I, I feel like that resonates with that time in your life when you're that age and you feel a bit useless anyway because mm. it feels like other people are
7: mm.
4: either have like got <clears throat> careers sorted or they're like I don't know found a flat or something that they really like which, which Jen does in this show mm. but it's like yeah it, it's kind of a bit of a lost you feel like a bit of a lost cause and I guess she's able to channel all those feelings into her feeling of not having a
6: power and mm. how like
4: shit that makes her feel mm. Um, yeah
6: I guess the power makes you feel like special and you're trying to figure out like what yeah. makes me yeah. special What's and i think
4: thing? and she has this belief that like think. once she gets yeah. her power everything will be sorted in her life mm. Mm. but it's like through the series as you see her like trying to get her power she's realizing all the other elements of her life that are all like a Kimball. like she needs yeah. to sort all those yeah. out in order to and get that, that is so
6: true of life isn't it yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah. clever yeah. about emma's yeah. writing is like it mm. is so true about life as is- you feel that once I get this or have this, I'll feel I'll fulfilled. Happy. Yeah. 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 It doesn't yeah. work like that.
4: No.
0: Absolutely. And not to give anything away, so I'm not going to spoil anything for, for how that, uh, that quest for power goes, but... Uh I'm surprised to see it was swimming and retrieving <laughs> bricks from the bottom it of the swimming pool. Was, it, it was. It was. The, <laughs> the house she
4: builds. All <laughs> oh those
3: bricks. <laughs> it's phenomenal.
0: <laughs> it is indeed phenomenal. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Yeah. Thank, uh, you thanks thank you. Best thank you. thank, you. thank nice you. you. That was yeah. our first one. Okay, so that was the stars of Extraordinary. Um, I'm not going to say their names again. It takes up far too much time. And next up, we have the writer and creator of this show, Emma Morin. And it is Morin, as we talk about in our Uh, conversation not Moran Mm. Uh, and uh, she is something of a wunderkind as they say in Germany and uh, she wrote and created this show when she was in her late 20s so I give up quite frankly Uh, anyway that is depressing it is very very depressing Uh, but here we go she was this was this was a a, an interview that was more about how the show came about and about the ins and outs of creating something like this which is very very funny on an episodic basis but obviously has an arc as well so here we go Emma Moran do please enjoy we're delighted to be joined on this very, very special Extraordinary podcast by the creator and writer of Extraordinary, Emma Moran. But you, it's Moran.
7: It's, Mo, it's Moran, yeah. Let's get it out there
0: now. It's but, on a well, podcast. But that's,
7: it is, yeah. But yeah. Whenever I go to, like, a, if I have to say my name anywhere and I say Moran, they're like, what? you mean Moran. So you, oh, you mean you Moran, mean Moran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've yeah. just, just internalised it now. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a shame. That's I a shame.
0: Know. It's time to reclaim Moran, I I think.
7: will, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> get rid of it's all so- the other Morans in pop culture and just, <laughs> just have me... Are there that many, really? Dylan, I Caitlin. Think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: okay, yeah. All right, okay. Well, we'll start with those two. Yeah. And then we'll move on.
7: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be the only one left. All right, we've hashed a plan.
0: More. That's good. I, I like it. Well, yeah. uh, congratulations on the show. It's a, it's, a, it's a ton of fun. I mean, uh, uh, where did this... It's an obvious question to start with, but where did, where did the idea come from for you?
7: I don't know. I, I'd always wanted to write um, a sort of flat share sitcom. Seems mm. like a real sort of comedy, British-Irish staple. Um, but... I don't know, every time I tried it, it just felt kind of like I'd seen it before. There was nothing sort of special about it. And I guess while I was doing that, I was also sort of felt like pop culture was being sort of inundated with with superhero movies. Um, and luckily that's stopped. Um, <laughs> there are no it's, it's, more. They're still coming. And I, I, and I like them. But, um, yeah, and I just sort of wires kind of crossed and I was like, ah, it might be fun to take this genre where everything's about being being the best and being like the strongest, the fastest, the hero, and then mashing it up with sort of a, a grimy flat share with a lead who is none of those things and isn't even is is trying and failing to be those things. Yes. Um, sort of hero and anti-hero. And yeah. it just sort of, yeah, came together nicely and just sprung out a lot of ideas from that.
0: That's interesting. So it's almost like you started with the, yes, you, know, so you start with the flat share thing and then... Bolted on the the superhero element to it, and then the idea of of Jen being powerless. I mean, this this mm. big idea of everybody in the world getting a power when they when they turn eighteen. It's incredibly hard to do something new and fresh that has been done before. And you know, when I heard the the the, uh, the the story for this show, I was like, oh, okay, that's it. That's a great idea. So, where did that come from? First of all, was that something that you refers engineered, or was it a eureka moment for you?
7: The um. The the gen being powerless. Uh, Just the
0: idea, well, first of all, gen being powerless, but also the idea that everyone gets powers when they're 18.
7: Oh, -hmm. right, yeah. I think I just, I didn't want to write anything with children at all. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I'll make everyone 18. Um, I don't know, I kind of liked that it was, I I wanted to build a world where like powers weren't necessarily natural to it, but had been sort of um, like domesticated by the world a little bit. So they are new, like in the world that the show is in, people started getting powers about 10 years ago. So they've had time to kind of bed in and become kind of banal. Um, And then basically I I always wanted to to keep things a bit grounded. I always wanted to tie powers to like something relatable in in life. So getting them 18 is sort of, it's not one-to-one with puberty,
2: but it, it
7: sort of gave a nice framework of that. I think everyone kind of understands that anxiety around like, Oh, she's she's getting boobs and I have boobs and they've got like you know mm. and they're tall and I'm not tall yet and it's it's sort of measuring yourself against other people so that sort of making it a a milestone was really handy to sort of build anticipation and disappointment around it and judgment mm. so yeah it was kind of just tying it to our world basically
0: yeah 18 obviously you can vote you can watch
7: yeah it's a transition to adulthood and yeah. then if you miss that boat are you just like a an adult baby like you know,
0: yeah, and uh, so so when you when you hit upon this idea, then uh, because the character work in this is so brilliant and so meticulous, so I imagine you start with the characters and then assign powers, or did you have just enormous amounts of fun coming up with the powers? Because you say there's such a great banality of of powers here,
7: mm.
0: and there's such a great uh, variety of powers also. I can imagine you just chuckling away to yourself as you come up with. With some of those. Yeah.
7: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um yeah, I th- I think a lot of it was was very powers and characters sort of got melded together and kind of came about together. Cause I think a lot of powers sort of what I wanted them to do is like speak to character a little mm-hmm. bit. So we have characters like Cash, who is um kind of immature and doesn't really want any responsibility. So for him to not have to deal with consequences and turn back time that felt like a nice way to interrogate his character and, like, how you can use that for sort of selfish purposes and not and, and kind of gives you an excuse to, like, not really do any growing up but not learning from your mistakes. Um, and then we have characters like Luke, who is sort of the really f- non-committal, part-time sort of lover of, of, of the mm. lead character who... Mm. You know, the second the hookups done, can literally just like fly out the window, <laughs> and uh, sort of it, that kind of like haughtiness and flightiness was really like great for his character. So there's, yeah. there's, I think they sort of grow organically out of each other. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, you can always just slap a really stupid power on on a guest <laughs> character that you're like, you can make people come, and that's it. <laughs> and well, to be fair, we also made that character really awkward and not like an alpha male at all. So it's yes. like it's more of a curse than a than a blessing, you know. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, what was going through your mind when you came up with with that tower?
7: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh God, my mom's going to watch this. All right. Yeah. G- great. Uh, yeah. No, I, th- I think just, I left all ego behind and like whatever was the funniest, yeah. I guess, is, is going on the page.
0: Because there's uh, you know, there's so much I want to talk about in terms of the the character dynamics and the relationships at the heart of the show and Jen and Carrie, I think it's just this, this, this beautiful uh, friendship. But there's... Uh, It's a lot edgier than I think people might expect. And you have this wonderful statement of intent, it seems to me anyway, at the the beginning of episode one, where Jen comes in and has this monologue, in which she says a whole bunch of things that you usually can't say in sitcoms. Uh, And then that continues all the way through, it's very adult-themed, obviously. Mm. Um, Was that your idea, really, with that monologue? You were sitting down, okay, this is a statement of intent, this is going to be an edgier, Harder edged sitcom than you might be expecting. I'm going to put all my cards on the table right, right from the off.
7: Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think it was. It's. 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 For me, it's kind of true to life. That's kind of how I speak to my friends. I, I yeah. think. Um. And I think for like the the environment these characters live in, um, I think I think it makes sense for them to to be that. And I thought. Yeah, it also kind of just, it, one, it's just what I find funny as well. But I think it it, it contrasts really nicely with that kind of like high-low thing that kind of goes through like the concept, which is just, you know, heroes are meant to be like the best of us and like, mm. you know, chivalrous and, and uh, sort of perfect and clean. And these people are just swearing and having sex and making terrible decisions and and going out and getting drunk. and yeah, Lovable I, idiots
0: I, is, is what I, I would say. Yes. For, for, not for the most
7: part. For, yeah. for the most part, yeah. yes. Um, so yeah, I, I guess it's it's. I like that we come straight out of the gate with with that. Like it's it's not the sort of. I don't know. I, I like to describe the show as like it's got superpowers, but there aren't any superheroes in it. You know, these are, these are kind you of, have. nice people, but um, awful people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when you wrote that monologue for Jen, did you have uh, an actor in mind? Oh, because I I was watching that and Moray is phenomenal. In this show, she hits so many different notes and so mm-hmm. many different beats, and she has to be likable whilst being slightly unlikable. She has to be slightly sad, as she has to be slightly um, um, caustic at times as well. She's got all these different facets to her, mm-hmm. um, and I was just thinking, wow, you know, where did you find her from?
7: Yeah, I mean, it was it was for me, it was like instant watching the casting tapes. I was like, yes, of course, of course, it's her. But um, what was really interesting was that like. It was never intended to be an Irish character, which feels really, like, sounds really weird now to say it, because, like, when I was writing, it, w- I wasn't writing an Irish person at all, and then okay. I think everyone else around me was like, but you, but you are, like, I don't, yeah. like, I was the last person to, like, realise it, and I kept getting casting tapes through of, like, Irish actresses, and I was like, why do they keep sending me, I'm like, these, they're fine, but, like, why, why are they just bombarding me with Irish people, <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, it's because I've I've written Irish like the the cadence and like the sense of humor and like attitude to life. um, It's just it's just quite innately Irish, um, which kind of shouldn't be a surprise because it's. I think that character is also quite close to me, and it's. I think it's a character that's drawn from a lot of like my feelings and experiences in that um, kind of period of my life as well. So it's not it's not surprising, but. Mm. It was to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, have you ever left a rambling voicemail for your possible boyfriend, possible ex, whilst locked in the trunk of a car?
7: No, I don't just say it to their face. To be honest, like, <laughs> I'm really not very passive aggressive. I'm just, I just, yeah, I'll just get drunk and say it, and then leave immediately. Yeah. Um. It's probably, yeah. Yeah. L- no, luckily I haven't embarrassed myself quite as much as as the show. I think it's kind of, I think that's just working through my. Sort of hungover anxieties of like, oh, what if I did that? That would be embarrassing. Would it's? I I can see myself doing it. Basically, anytime Jen does something awful, I'm like, yeah, I completely see the logic of how you would go from feeling a little bit insecure that someone hasn't texted you back to like, you know, turning up at their house with a bottle of wine, demanding they fly (laughs) you around London.
0: Yeah, I can see that absolutely. Mm. And and this idea that we've talked about a little bit that, that Jen doesn't have powers is at the is at the core of the show, and obviously informs mm-hmm. everything she does, you know, be it for good or or for for ill. Um, and can you talk about that developing that side of things with her?
7: Yeah, it's um, I, I kind of see it as a bit of a catch-all for just feeling like you're missing something. Like I feel like a lot of people. And, like, I'm, myself included, sort of go through life thinking a bit like, ugh, if, you know, I'll 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 start doing stuff, like, when I lose weight or when I get this job or when I start making this much money or when I get a partner. Um, and I think for Jen, having it be a, a power is just, um, it, it's just kind of another marker of, like, status in the world. Like, in a way, it doesn't really matter what it is. It could kind of be anything. Um, but the fact that it's kind of currency in this world, um, makes it like really acute for her but i think because it doesn't exist in our world you can kind of project whatever you feel like you're missing onto it so hopefully mm. it should um hopefully viewers can sort of empathize with with jen in that way because i think it's quite universal isn't it uh, yeah absolutely you know?
0: yes absolutely yes and uh, you know i think each of the characters is the, the main characters are, are missing something in, in particular and you know but you, you you give jen this and there are several key relationships. Her uh, sister Andy is a huge relationship, but but the relationship with Carrie is is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's um, you know not to give too much away, but there's a lovely reveal about Carrie's power at the end of at the end of episode one that is really really touching uh, as well. Um, can you talk about that that central relationship because it feels so real and lived in, but also funny, but also with that tendency to you know the potential to 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 break hearts as well. I mean that's a hell of a thing. <laughs>
7: Mm, I think it's <laughs> I don't know I, I just find female friendship so complicated and I don't know I feel like the sort of most intense relationships I've ever had with people have been sort of like my female friends yeah. like outside of any romantic partners you know it's it's, it's really complex and I, I don't I, I think when I was originally conceiving of their friendship I sort of was slightly framing it around a sort of hero sidekick kind of um what do you call it dynamic. Um, where Carrie sort of innately sort of falls back a little bit and Jen yeah. sort of sort of is, a bit, is a bit more domineering and I, th- I think they're but they do fundamentally love each other you know I think it's just it's it's really interesting to see how that dynamic plays out and I think Carrie's story is sort of learning how to sort of step out of the sidekick role and sort of speak for herself which is difficult because, you know, people tend to just use her to speak to other people. She's kind of like a, a phone. <laughs> people speak a vessel, yeah. you know. So I, I think um, that that's kind of just going to be her, her story, um, yeah. essentially. But yeah, and also they're just, they're just two dumb girls that love each other very much, which I think is always <laughs> nice to nice to watch on screen, isn't it?
6: Absolutely.
0: So can you talk me through the, the, the writing process for this? Um, you know, did you lock yourself away? I mean, in, in a room for for weeks and end and, and get the eight episodes. Did, did things change when, uh, you know, when you pitched it to Disney Plus and became a Disney Plus show? And you have eight episodes, eight half-hour episodes. Did that change how you approach things like the overall arc of the characters? Um, because it still has, obviously, episodic qualities, as as a lot of sitcoms do, but there is a, a wider arc here as well that you have to service. So how, how difficult was the writing process?
7: It, it was, I think, it was hard to balance that. Um trying to write really funny sort of adventure of the week episodes that have their own personality and that you feel like you can dip back into in a few years be like, oh, I like the episode where they did this, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. without having to sort of go back into this whole big story again. But then I guess working with with Sid Gentle, who mainly does sort of like dramas, um, it it was actually kind of nice to have them sort of keep me aware of the idea that that we need to have this this slight arc to a season and sort of you know four should be like a midpoint and sort of making sure that there's that balance of yeah we're having a lot of fun doing stupid stuff this week but also where's this character's head at in this episode and, mm. and tra- keeping their sort of emotional journey charted while mm. not sort of weighing everything down and making it too episodic so i think that's that's always kind of the, the push and pull because I think with comedy drama, it's it's such a, I think it's still like an evolving genre. It's kind of hard to um, find a. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I can't think. There, there wasn't really a show that was like a direct sort of like ah, oh, they do it this way and it works. Oh, so let's yeah. let's. I think every new show sort of has to figure it out for themselves and yeah, what yeah. the balance is, and I think that's that's the hardest bit. And hopefully we, yeah. hopefully we got it right.
0: Yeah, because obviously there have been superhero comedies in, in the past, but mm. yeah, this is this feels very new and different and, and fresh as well. But it's also very very funny, and I I am fascinated. I mean, obviously, people listening to this will be curious about the writing process and may want to write themselves. Mm. Um, and you, you've eschewed, as a lot of British sitcoms do, um, British artists comes to uh, the writers' room, and this is something. Or, or did you we have, did have a writer's. You did have a yeah, writers, yeah, really. Okay.
7: Um, yeah, we did 3 weeks uh on Zoom. Okay. Which is the best forum for comedy in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> um but despite that actually a lot of good ideas came out of it. It was really really I think cuz it's such a broad world and we can do a lot of world building within it. It was it was kind of a little overwhelming like so much stuff came out of it and then it's it's choosing what to like whittle down. It was kind of a bit um I don't know, I feel like a writers room is meant to like make you focus on what you're going to do but this one kind of like was Oh, we could go in a million different directions, and all of them are quite okay. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was still great for that. But um, yeah, that then it's just taking that, and then I go away into like my bedroom for eight months and <laughs> <laughs> go mad, <laughs> and then something else comes out of it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine some meetings where, where a comedy goes to die. So it's like someone pitches a joke, and then it's like, but it doesn't get heard. Yeah. And, what was that? And then the moment's gone. Yeah, I it's didn't gone. quite. Yeah.
7: Yeah, it was no. funny at the
0: time. It was funny ten seconds ago. Trust yeah. me, trust me in that one. Well,
7: that's like the fact that we were actually funny within it was yeah. a testament to how great the people were in it, um, that <laughs> they could do it over Zoom.
0: Amazing. And then, and then writing a comedy yourself, how important is it that you make yourself laugh?
7: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, it's like if I'm not laughing, then it's not going in the.
0: That's it. The yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to get past that that fear because obviously sometimes people think if you laugh at your own jokes. Which I've been known to do from time to time. Uh, that that is somehow being a modest, but you got to make yourself laugh first, right?
7: Otherwise, yeah. If I, yeah. Do, if I don't find it funny, then no one else is probably gonna, right? Find it funny, you know? Like I love this, like, and it's usually the dumbest. It's not like a clever joke that I'm like, ha ha ha. It's like someone farts or something, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's I'm I'm a genie. <laughs> that's that's really funny. <laughs>
0: There's a there's an, uh, there's an yeah. amazing character in the uh, there's a there's a fat character who appears in a in a later episode who just made me laugh everything he did made me made me laugh and I imagine coming up with a character like that who can hear <laughs> animals' thoughts but the animals are just just <laughs> just horrible to him. That's <laughs> yeah. a re- that that must have been a, a, a chuckler a three a.m. chuckler.
7: Definitely, yeah. I think yeah. writing because we had to write. I think like halfway through the shoot, I got an email from the producer being like. can you just write like two or three pages of animals' thoughts, please, just so we have something to populate the vet? And I was like, say no more. (laughs) I just brewed a pot of coffee. I was like, this is the best day of my professional career. I'm just (laughs) writing like um, animals just absolutely suicidal or or thinking about mating (laughs) everything. It was, yeah, I I think anything that that makes me sort of excited to write is generally a good litmus test of whether it's going to come out well.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Uh, well I've got to ask real quick, uh is there more on the horizon?
7: I don't know. We'll have to see. Hopefully. Um it's such a big world, that it kinda of be a shame to sort of let all that world building mm. go into the ether. But yeah, we'll just have to see.
0: All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Emma Moran. Moran. There you go. See? Starting right here. It's yeah. Starting right here. Sworn enemy of Dylan Moran and Catlin Moran. <laughs> it.
7: Oh, it's yeah, it's it's it is Morin. I'm sorry. Like that yeah. they're wrong. Yeah. They're
0: they're wrong. They're wrong about their own yeah. names. Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. Dave. Thank
7: you. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that was Emma Moran. And now let's talk about Extraordinary, which is this really interesting show. I mean, uh, it's one of the things I said to Emma Moran. It's really tough to find a fresh angle on superpowers and superheroes. And this show kind of has done it. Uh, you know, I, I don't recall anything like this before where people get powers at 18 and everyone in the world seemingly has powers except jen seemingly who doesn't and now she's 25 going on 45 and is a bit down the dumps about it
2: this all feels very very fresh to me what about you guys I, I, I think for me it was less that setup, which is nice. It's a nice inversion. But it was more the fact that she just has a lot of fun with the absurdity of the powers that she gives some of these characters. Like the character who uh, creates theme music around the mental state of whoever's near them. That's just inherently stupid in the best possible way. But the, the fact that this show begins with a genius situation you can almost imagine this situation being literally the germ that, that that spawned this whole show that she goes into a job interview and the person interviewing her has a power whereby she has to tell the truth and all of the truth and it's absolutely obscene because it's, it's a, the truth. indeed but it's a genius little scene and it had me laughing from the very beginning of the show and if anyone knows me at all they will know that's not that's, that's not a ne- common occurrence I mean, he
1: never cracks a smile no
2: and it it made me properly chuckle. And the uh, Morin superpower is making
0: James <laughs> laugh. That's it. And, and in fact, yeah. Mairead Tires, who is fantastic, very funny. And I think you know they've they've struck gold with 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 her.
1: I think a lot of the success lies in the casting of her. Actually, yeah, like because it's an original, fun premise, and you know it's funny, well honed script. But it's the casting of her because she's just so completely convincing as this angst ridden twenty five year old who is in a deadbeat job like, toxic relationship with this hideous guy called Luke. I think we can all agree he's an asshole. And, um, you know, she's, like, really struggling with the fact that she hasn't got this superpower, uh, even though she's been a girl at 18, she's 25. And it's this whole, like, I mean, I suppose the underlying... It's not even underlying. One of the characters, I got I wrote down, the um, Carrie, is it? The friend? When she was saying how, you know, maybe the real power is being yourself. But it's true, like, she's striving for this this power when actually she's just, you know, it's all about acceptance and stuff. But I just thought it was so straight out the trap funny Mm. like the first pre-credit scene as you said you know in the interview scenario where she's just you know she's talking about why she's sitting awkwardly in her chair (laughs) (laughs) which we won't give a spoiler to but it's you know very funny yeah Yeah. it was just it's funny and fresh but it's
2: it's also interesting because that's that's that period when you're in your early 20s where you are trying to find your own identity Mm. your own how do you fit how do you fit into the world what's your niche like who are you what's what, what what's special about you what stands out and i think this kind of is like a larger metaphor for something that everyone goes through so even though it's about superpowers it's also you know relatable which is nice yeah, yeah.
1: james you don't uh, you don't have to be special guys yeah. you don't have to have a special Well, chris
2: power. knows better than anyone you don't need to be special to succeed or <laughs> yeah. fail upwards you know i'm it's holding out hope i'm yeah. holding out hope one day Except, my power please. will will hove into view and I'll, <laughs>
0: I'll i'll feel complete again but yeah i guess we've all felt directionless at some point in our lives some yeah. later than others
1: I mean <laughs> some still are this morning
0: <laughs> you know for me so yeah it's, mm. a, it's a wonder if I managed to find this place so <laughs> but uh, but here I am but yeah I, I think that that stuff's really interesting uh, um, uh, what Emma Morin said was that it actually began with her wanting to do something around a flat share and then she was come, trying to come up with a little a funny conceit to, to bolt onto that and so the superhero thing came along second uh, but then she and you know, the rest of the writing team, she said there was a writer's room in this thing, uh, had a lot of fun coming up with the powers. So, mm. such as, I mean, you know, again, this is a, a fairly adult themed show and, it you know, it gets into it right from the off. We've seen all the episodes, I think. Am I, mean, I remember right in thinking there's all, all eight episodes that are going to be on Disney? Oh,
1: us. I hoovered them up. That's the thing. Like, superpower things aren't, my, aren't usually my bag but I think it goes beyond this like I don't know it's just so funny that it, you don't mm. have to be you know that doesn't have to be your genre or something you like and it, it's just it, relatable in terms of how you feel in your 20s and
2: 30s yeah and it has that thing that I think all good kind of sitcom type things need to have which is people you want to spend time with and I think she's really good company I think weirdly the fact that she's Irish helps a lot the fact that she speaks very quickly in an Irish accent like there's a, there's something about her delivery that makes even even the jokes that maybe don't land as strong they, they're funny because yeah. she makes them inherently she, funny she's of, inherently yeah. like Likeable, and I think that really that really helps this is why you hang out with me you haven't understood <laughs> yes. the word I've said <laughs> no in our entire friendship it's just, it's just really.
1: a burr it's just a noise <laughs> yeah. but you know it's, it's just, enjoyable
0: well, yeah. well, <laughs> I, I, I bring a special something to this podcast that's for sure
1: <laughs> and actually talking about Siobhan uh, McSweeney oh. aka Sister yes. Michael Sister Michael yes. she's in it as well as um, Jen's mum so
0: funny and yes. yeah she's really funny because it does strike me, I mean, there, there is, you know, sort of there's a, an, an antecedent in a, in a way or antecedent, however you want to pronounce it, correctly or incorrectly. Uh, Ribeiro, Ribeiro, let's call the whole thing <laughs> off. Uh, there is there is, I'd say, more than a drop of Dairy Girl's DNA in this mm. as well. And then it takes a little while, spoiler alert, to arrive at our core quartet. Mm. So when we first see Jizz Lord, Lord, the character <laughs> called Jizz Luke Rollison plays a character called Jizz Lord. There's no getting around it. He plays a character <laughs> called Jizz Lord. Giz Lord <laughs> is the name of the character played by Luke Rollison. <laughs> We don't meet him until really episode two, and then we don't really properly meet him until episode three. And then he starts bonding with with the uh, the rest of the gang, uh, Carrie and Cash and Jen. But when they do get together, it's not quite the same dynamic. But if, it struck me that Jen is almost like she's almost like all the Derry girls crammed into one.
7: Mm. There's
0: something about it. She's got a, she's got a bit of brashness. She's got a bit of overconfidence. She's got a bit of underconfidence. You know, she's got a bit of in- vulnerability and insecurities, and of course. She's got a, a mouth that would make a statue blush, uh, which is very Irish uh, indeed. So, you know, but once they get together, there's something really, really sweet about the dynamics because it's quite a caustic sitcom at first. I mean, that, uh, that opening scene is really good, but also, you know, there's a there's an element of shock value to yeah. it. And I think once you get beyond that, you see that these are really, really lovely characters. And mm. once they, they they find each other and bond, it really, really takes off for me.
1: Can I just talk about one of the superpowers that I was very much enjoying from the first episode? Uh-huh. It was the um, online date guy who gives people, who like makes people orgasm just by touching them. Yes. Uh-huh. That did amuse me greatly. And I just think the fact that he had that Michael Jackson glove, right, which I now suggest would should go in a 60 degree wash. <laughs> um, I just, I thought that was really good. And the only thing is, why would you not put that on your profile? Just a question to the table.
2: That's fair. Actually, he didn't
1: put it on his dating profile. Surely you'd get more takers like you that. Would. But anyway, that whole the whole scene of in the restaurant and then back at her flat, I just thought, yeah, she has um she has a lot of fun with these superpowers. Hmm. The different yeah. uh, it's it lends itself well to the comedy, right?
0: It does. It does. Yeah, that that is an interesting power. Um, uh, as someone who is. Never made a, a woman orgasm. Uh, you know, it was it was fun living vicariously through him. I'll be honest; it was uh, it was interesting. I had to pause and look for tips. Just touch, <laughs> touch the arm. Is that what you do? Is that the arm? I can't even find
2: the arm. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I like Gary's power as well. I like, uh, I mean, it's not a new thing to be able to channel the dead, but it's done very, very well here. Mm. I really like the way she sort of she channels them. She has their voice. She speaks. She, her whole body language shifts. Like it's, mm. it's, it's a really nice performance. I think they did a good job mm. there. Quite like the glowing blue eyes as well while she does it. But uh, and then it's used a to quite touching effect in. I want to say the first episode as well. So you, you should say the first episode because yep. that's,
0: that's where it is. Yeah, yep. yeah.
1: Quick question: Is um, Jen's dad played by? Arlo Hanlon. Yeah, is it? I thought I was like, oh my god, that's Dougal, but um, I wasn't hundred <laughs> percent sure. I wasn't sure. I was just thinking that every man of a certain age who's Irish is Dougal. But yeah, okay. Oh no, no, no. Confirmed no, no. by Chris.
0: You let Dougal do a funeral. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, indeed, it is Arlo Hanlon, and uh, yeah, he, uh, that's a really, really lovely um element as well. There, there's there's such a nice relationship. I think ultimately, the, 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 you know, at the heart of the show, at the core of the show is Jen and Carrie's relationship. It just feels mm. so brilliantly observed and really nicely lived in as well, very realistic. Um, but you know, while we're on superpowers, uh, what superpower? I asked this of the of the cast as well, what superpower would you have if you could have anything? It's
2: the most hackneyed question there is, but for this show it's pertinent. But I but I'm gonna I'm gonna before we answer this question, I think it's an important thing and I wanna know, okay, have you ever actually thought about this question? And if so, how many hours slash days have you spent considering it
1: okay I spent about I'd say 30 to 40 minutes this morning
2: <laughs> but that's, so I would I would guarantee that Chris and I have oh yeah you spent your lifetime yeah, exactly. oh my god hello. Spent a I mean this is like what you're thinking about every
1: day no yeah. for normals like yeah. me I would just know 30 to 40 minutes
2: before I came here I mean that's quite a lot of prep time what did you settle on
1: I've got quite a few answers so you oh. go first yeah oh, no, you go first it's like the
2: opposite of a pilot question you've got multiple answers <laughs> Uh <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Ooh, just throw out joke one. Joke with a poke. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Passive-aggressive. Yeah. I genius. am passive-aggressive man. Yes, you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go on, you go first. What do you think? Uh, what would you like to have?
2: So, 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 my one, the one I settled on after many years of going backwards and forwards between super strength and laser vision and invisibility and flight and all these various things, uh, I came to... Teleportation is the single most practical, useful superpower you can have.
1: You can have fun with it. You'd have to be practical.
2: No, no, no. Okay, I take this stuff very okay, seriously. Okay, no fun. I take this, no fun. No mm-hmm. fun. I take no this very fun seriously. zone. It would have to be <laughs> teleportation, but like, but like, but not like, not like I disappear from one place and appear in the other place. It would have to be the kind of teleportation where you open like a, a portal, like a gate, and not so that we could talk about portals, Chris. Uh, just let's talk about portals. Let's talk about portals. Uh, but I think that would be really practical, and I think it would be handy. And I could create a portal somewhere and then push you through it, and that would be funny. <laughs> Where would you go? Where would I go? Right now, home. I'm tired. But we're mid podcast. Yeah, don't don't do that. No,
1: you'll just go back to watch more extraordinary.
2: I love yeah. that. I love James's uh, imagination as boundless. Where would you go? Home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's just cut right to it. I want to go home. I have a long commute, and this would really save me time. And let's be honest, travel fare. Would you explore? Uh, would you explore the universe? Well no, like you'd end up in that situation where Silk Specter, when she goes to Mars with Dr. Manhattan, which like <laughs> when you you can't actually breathe on mm. Mars. Mm-hmm. So um no, I, I would not explore the universe. Mm. But I would I would probably explore Tahiti. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Brigade Maui. <laughs> she
0: have said Maui. Please say Maui. Yeah. Maui. So I can do an organic setup. Say Maui. <laughs> wow.
2: James, would you go to Maui? Y- yes, Chris. I I would go to Maui. Oh, that's nice.
0: Here's it's nice this time of year. Yeah, oh, that's good. Um, so, yes, uh, a portal, a, a teleportation portal. portal. I want portals because teleportation would solve the world's energy crisis at a stroke, as explored in many uh, science fiction stories. But uh one, one that comes to mind is Stephen King's The Jaunt. Yeah, of course it would. How? No need for oil. Yeah, you... No need for fuel. Not no
1: need flying anywhere.
0: Uh. No, yeah, but, but like no carbon footprints.
2: But, you, but what would your TV run? Your TV could run on teleportation. It would run electricity created by teleportation? No, but you don't need oil Green to create energy. electricity, do you? Hang on, I'm confused. You were saying teleportation would solve the world's okay, energy crisis? Okay,
1: guys, it's not that deep. As no, in, as
2: in, as in fuel crisis, right? Yeah, just because you wouldn't like it would it would cut down on transport fuel, yes, but you'd still need you know electricity is created by burning fossil fuels, so you know, yes, yes, yes. Or, or you could be like oil man, so you have an infinite supply, and then you could you could be paired with, uh, like a carbon sink girl or something who absorbed carbon dioxide, thus offsetting, uh, greenhouse emissions. And then we could travel to Mars and terraform it, and then you could explore Mars. That's true. We could. Right. Okay, problem solved. Right, done. Question I answered.
1: now don't want to give my suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are very basic.
0: <laughs> go on then. Go on.
1: All right. First of all, I thought of maybe being two places at once because that would be quite cool, right?
2: One of you is enough.
1: <laughs> no, but like right now, I could be on my sofa in bed and just see, like sort of see, going through the and motions. You
2: said I was on original for wanting to go home. You want to be at home and here at the same time. <laughs> you
1: know, give people what they want, but also just rest.
2: Yeah. Okay. But, but fine. Kay, people don't want this. <laughs> isn't I it? know that's this, true, isn't it? This it's general sad. thing. This general thing. Yeah. People, people don't want it. So. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Right. Two I'm bummed, I'm bummed at at out once. now. So you mean like what, like Paul Rudd in that and that show that the name of which I've forgotten sure where, where that, where yeah. He himself. Do that yeah
1: but that wasn't that was a weak one uh, i've got some more <laughs> i've got some more weak ones okay, coming on, up on, right what, acute hearing okay. right so if someone needed to know something that was going on in a different place i'd be like wait a minute just give me a sec like that but then i thought i could then hear other people like my loved ones having sex and people slagging me off so i wouldn't want that acute hearing <laughs> Kate's okay, really annoying just <laughs> exactly right like because you, of my acute you know hearing I can hear you now. I <gasps> know well, it's annoying. So awkward. I don't want the acute hearing.
0: Spoiler alert, there is a character in the show who has that, that very power. And it is shown not to be all that it's cracked up to be. It would be very painful. Very
5: painful indeed. Yeah, oh, because-
0: <laughs> <laughs> It really would be. Uh, yeah, acute hearing. Um, hearing your loved one's
1: no one Make needs love. that. Yeah.
2: No, no one needs to hear that's no a terrible that. superpower. Awful. If that's the only thing you could hear, that would be awful. No,
1: that's what well, you wouldn't choose that. But if no. you had acute hearing, it would be a byproduct. Right. I'm not going. Oh, I want my superpower to hear yeah. my loved ones having sex. No, that's that would weird. be weird. Just to clarify, the record. Um, my <laughs> my last one. Um, well, I also thought being super tall, but like, let's forget that because I thought you know reaching top shelves. Not like that, not like nudie Rudy Mags, but you know, just like stuff
2: off top (laughs) shelves. Case superpowers, she wants to be able to reach porn. Like that's that's I mean
1: cats in trees, but that only happens in cartoons. You know, I thought because I'm a short person, that might be quite cool. Yeah. But the thing I settled on, guys, I know you're itching to know Chris looks gone. Fascinated. Horrified by the whole thing. Is if I had some power to zap some kind of energy with my fingers. So
2: like the power, like the Naomi Alden novel The Power.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um but using it on public, tra- I've actually read the book, um, public transport, right? So that if anyone is um, making an annoying phone call and super loud, I could oh. zap and it would just go off immediately. If anyone's picking their nose, instantly they're shocked. They get shocked. So I would use my zappy fingers as a power to stop anything annoying happening on public transport. What do you think? So
2: That's per, very good. Per, are your superpowers limited to public transport?
1: I think so. It's a TFL power, like specifically. Yeah, because otherwise it would be exhausting doing it all year round, stopping people being annoying and doing annoying things. So it would just be the tube. So like people make really loud keypad tones when they have them on. No. Zapped.
0: Watching YouTube videos yeah. on loud or playing yeah. a song.
1: Making a phone call on speaker, zapped. What do yeah. you think?
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I mean, because yeah. I'm 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 a fear. I live in London. So whenever someone does that on the bus with me, or mm. you know, my superpower is just going turning my head <laughs> seventy degrees and then going. hmm. And then turn it back again. And
2: that's it. Because yeah. you don't want to get,
1: you don't get your head kicked in. Yeah. You don't want to
2: get your head kicked in. But if you, if you were with me, you're gone. Yeah, you'd zap
1: Problem them.
2: gone. Okay, no, that's, that's a pretty good power. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty good power. Plan. I quite like the talking to animals power, but this show put me off that idea. Because I feel you'd get nagged by terrapins, as as someone does in this. Mm. And I don't, I don't think I'd like that. Mm. Would you want
0: a power that you could use for personal gain? So would you want a yes. power where you could go in and rob a bank and then no one would
2: know? No, not robber bank, but I'd... Oh, so, okay, so this, this is something i thought about because, you know, stealing is not something that I'm entirely comfortable with, but what what if, <laughs> what nice. if, what if you could duplicate things? So, like, you go into a store, instead of stealing it, you could touch touch that MacBook Pro and it would just duplicate, and so you'd have your own that you could walk out with because you'd created a duplicate from the thing that was there. So if someone had a £10 note, I could touch that £10 note and then I'd have my own £10 note. Uh,
0: it would have the same serial number. I don't know what my power would be. I, I said in the interview that it would be, you know, being able to travel around London for free. Uh, and I am to call myself the oyster. Yeah, <laughs> the free oyster. Yeah, I could go anywhere. I could go up to Watford and do the you know Harry Potter tour. But that'd be good. Be I nice.
1: love that. It'd Only just, just. That's nice six, it.
0: isn't it? Yeah, th- that's the power of the oyster. Yeah, he could go anywhere. Not around London.
1: London. Not around. Ra- not around the world. You no. just want London. yeah just want you Just, yeah, want yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You're just so healthy. You century. know how long it would take to go around London if you did every <laughs> two stop? It would take days. I went to school with someone who literally did that on a weekend wow literally he, he, obviously it was before the Victoria line but, uh, but he wanted to get out at every single stop on the underground and two people I will not name and shame them but Nicholas Brody and Andrew Eston uh, <laughs> literally did that one weekend as I recall that's and, a dream uh, isn't
0: it yep yeah. that's a dream
2: I'd like to clone myself I've got so
0: much I want to do <laughs> I could give all the boring admin stuff, you know, raising a child, that sort of thing, to, to one of my clones. Like multiplicity, like, like Michael multiplicity. Keaton. Mm. Yeah, precisely. And that as we all know And you the one with the, the with the spinny, spinny propeller hat. That, that's good with that. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, as someone who has never watched multiplicity oh, to completion, oh. uh, <laughs> then, <laughs> then <laughs> I will I don't know how it I don't know how it ends. I don't know how it, I'm worried that they all, they might all die. So
2: I've never watched it. Yeah, the Attack of the Clones—that's a bit one to stay for.
0: <laughs> that's what he, anything that got clones in it—I <laughs> get the fear. Get, I'm worried I might give it five stars just automatically. <laughs> Reflex action. Oh, five stars. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, and then it haunts me for the rest of my days. I'd like to erase terrible reviews from my past. That would be nice. Uh, that would be good. I'd like to, you know, I'd just like to bring around world peace.
1: I, I, and You're just that guy. Pay
0: people's energy bills. That's commendable. It's, it's not funny. I, I just, I just yeah. you know, I'm just being kind. Yeah. Everyone looks you inwards, me, I look outwards.
1: You made me feel a bit like I should rethink my zapping people are <laughs> with their keypad signs on now and do something a bit more humble and, yeah. you know, yeah. profound.
0: But I wouldn't want a power that would be any good in a fight. And this is something that I think is interesting in Extraordinary, the show we're meant to be talking about, which <laughs> is, you know, none of the powers are really useful in a fight so it's not a superhero show Though Cash does try to spoiler alert in a later episode uh, put together a team of vigilantes all of whom have even worse powers than pretty much the main main lot Um, not to give too much away but there's a (laughs) there's a man who can 3D print things from his behind and that's a very useful (laughs) that's a very useful power and it leads to I think one of the characters has a power um, which leads to one of the funniest buttons in the show which is in episode five, if I'm right in thinking, which is uh, uh, very funny. All I'm going to say is that it involves a wall and um, a pair of buttocks. That's all I'm going to say. Enough said. Enough said, true believers. But none of these these powers would be any good in a fight, except maybe the power to make people have orgasms. I oh, think yeah. That would be very Death distracting. Death by orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: would be, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: If, what a way to go. What a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Doctor Doom, <laughs> yeah. it might cheer him up, quite frankly. That's <laughs> what he needs.
1: There's one character who's very strong, the sister.
0: That's true. Actually, She'd be that good could in be used fight. in a fight. Mm. Mm. This is true. Andy, the sister, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that, that would be pretty good. Uh, but otherwise, Jen doesn't have a power. No. Cash well,
2: can rewind time by four minutes and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that uh, Siobhan Sweeney's character... Uh, can manipulate technology but doesn't understand how technology works <laughs> so cannot fundamentally use her power. Yeah,
1: that is genius.
2: Which is just its just a brilliantly observed thing. I think mean, that's marvellous. Yeah, I love the it. The
1: boyfriend, Luke, who's um a toxic uh entity. He in sense, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, he flies. <laughs> yeah, he flies. But in a more realistic way, I, I would say, <laughs> as well. And Giz Lord can shapeshift but only animals. Yes. Which is... It's a that, good... Is, is, is just... that a power that would come useful if, you know, if Magneto was coming at you? And you could turn into a bunny, I don't think that would really help. Put the bunny back in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But you know. But that's what I like about the show. It's got a kind of it feels very not grubby, grubby's the wrong word, but it 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 takes place in sort of the more insalubrious parts
2: of London. It does, mm. yeah. And there's a there's a grottiness. To it all. It's a real, real a, a tangible real, which yeah. you would want to because they're in a kind of low end flat share aren't they? You know, that's that's where you want it to be, yeah. So, yeah, no, I think the setting suits it very well. At the beginning of the show, I said we would talk
0: about uh, the hot topic of the show, which uh, are vigilantes heroes? James, you seem to think, Yes, are they?
2: Or, or should they be punished for transgressions against the law? I think it very much depends on the vigilante. In in real life, most vigilantes are kind of alt-right lunatics, so probably no. But in comic books, they're the heroes. Batman, mm. of course, being a vigilante. Mm-hmm. All of these people. So, you know,
4: are the all vigilantes. We can get on board
2: with all of them. Yeah. Spider-Man's a vigilante. They are. And, and they're the good guys. Yeah, they are the good guys.
0: Yeah. Good, bad, and the guy with the gun. That's right. K. Where do you stand on vigilantes? I'm pro. <laughs> Remember, you might incriminate yourself with your answer. Yeah. Kay, are you a vigilante? It strikes me you
2: might be a vigilante. Do you do you vigilante at the I'm weekend? a
1: non-violent vigilante.
2: Okay. What does that mm-hmm. mean? Well, she—we've already established she prowls the London Underground. Yes. Targeting people with their That's phones the out. That's the
1: thing. Mm. Or yeah. you know, someone drops a bit of litter. Excuse me. Have you dropped this? Thinking yes. it's an important document or something uh, like that. So, you know, that kind of passive-aggressive, passive-aggressive vigilante. Yes, yeah, like yeah. I'm passag. Yeah. <laughs> vigilante. <It> doesn't work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, well, that took less time than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we are pro-vigilante. We've we've decided.
2: In fact, should we go and fight some crime? I think we should go find some crime
0: right now. I think my power should be segues because I do amazing segues and while we're out fighting crime on the streets of London look out for newspapers (laughs) tomorrow. While we're doing that while we're fighting crime on the streets of London why don't you guys watch Extraordinary all eight episodes available now only on Disney Plus and uh, frankly I had such a blast with this one I can't wait for a second season or series because we're British. We are. On that note that is it for our Extraordinary Special episode, uh, this incredible crossover episode of the Emperor Podcast and the Pilot TV Podcast, in association with Disney Plus. Extraordinary is now streaming on Disney Plus, so check that out. And in the meantime, all that remains is for me to say goodbye to my two super colleagues of such lethal, super cunning. i r- oh, I've lost it. k r-, r Bear, r- okay. Bear <laughs> Ribeiro. K, Ribeiro. K, Ribeiro.
1: Wait till we get out of this booth
0: and James ah oh, it's gone James dear close enough thank you Chris Dyer yes James Dyer yes, yes. Uh, James Dyer and, and it's goodbye from me Chris Hewitt I'm about to exit left pursued by a Ribeiro thanks for listening see you next time bye